Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our second episode in our series about economics in the United States. We will be taking a closer look at the Great Depression and Dust Bowl period. I am joined here by my co-host, William Getzman, who will be introducing our topic for today, and later we will have a special guest, Tyler Welsh. Thank you, Will. The book we will be examining today is Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. And personally, I found it incredibly interesting. So tell me more. This book was definitely worth the read. The focal point of Steinbeck's novel is the relationship between Lenny and George, two displaced migrant workers moving from ranch to ranch in search of meager wages on which to live. Yet the big thing in this book is that Lenny has some form of a mental handicap. This makes him very misunderstood by those in his time period and changes the plot and story at every turn. George acts almost as a parent to Lenny, keeping him safe and guiding him through the dangerous world of ranch work and the Great Depression. These characters fulfill essential archetypes to any novel and are a key piece of the plot. Wow. It sounds like it would be very difficult for George and Lenny to sustain work anywhere they go. Is this a true story? No. Strictly speaking, it's a historical fiction novel as the people and places in the story are represented by the reality of the time period. The characters living in the story, in fact, are not real people that lived at the time. I see. It sounds kind of interesting. Absolutely. Its characters are written to represent people in the time period. George and Lundy end up being hired in a ranch in the agricultural valleys of California, and each character on the farm is used to represent groups of people from the 30s so the ranch becomes a microcosm of America as a whole during that time. One reason I thought it was a good read long after I closed the book is that I continued to think about its connection to history. This is a book where you can learn some startling facts about America's past and how characters in the book represent different things. Wow, I'm glad this made you think more about the American past. Stay tuned, because after this short break, we will be back with Tyler Welsh to talk about the style of writing Steinbeck used in Of Mice and Men. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We now have Tyler Welsh here with us to speak about the style of Of Mice and Men. Hi, Tyler. Hello, I'm glad I could be here with you guys. We're glad you could be here, too. I first would like to ask about the character development throughout Of Mice and Men. Did you think the characters were developed well and in a way that made sense and let you follow them throughout the story? That's a very interesting question to ask Will. I found the characters in Of Mice and Men were very interesting as they developed. But I will say that the characters started almost with a blank slate. For instance, they started like any other, any of the other 24% of all of the workers who were completely out of work. At that time period, it could also have been any other person in America. What do you mean by blank slate? Now, the characters weren't well described at the beginning, but as the story goes on, you get to know the basic things about them through the characters' troubles or mistakes. This also meant that I could make my own assumptions about the characters to add to them. I always thought that the character did develop in a way that was progressive to the plot. Through, through the story, the characters developed some, but not in the way that made the story impactful, although the characters' actions did make the story change. So the characters didn't really change themselves? I would agree with that. You could also look at it as the characters didn't need to change because their actions were more important for the whole background and point of the book. The circular plot structure plays a key role in returning each character to the original state. That is a legitimate plot structure. The characters seem to be briefly described and not entirely human. 
So you're saying that Steinbeck uses each character's actions to develop the story more than the individual characters themselves? That's a good way of putting it. So overall, did you think this book was a good read? I definitely think that this was a good read. But not particularly for the story, really, but for from what it was teaching us about the time period. As we know, the Great Depression was the worst economic downturn in the history of all the world, lasting from 1929 to 1939. This is shown and impacts the novel. For instance, the lack of knowledge on the topic of mental illness of the time really shows in this book. Also, the history of the Dust Bowl is shown, pointing out the conditions of the American people. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us and providing your opinion on this book. Thank you both for having me. Welcome back. We're here with Mr. Green, the U.S. history teacher at Hampton High School, to ask some questions about the historical context of, of Mice and Men. Our first question is, in a general sense, who were the Okies? Uh, the Okies were people that have been stereotyped as coming only from the Midwest, uh, the Plains areas as farmers, uh, that uh, were affected by the Dust Bowl, and that is very true. Uh, however, uh, some of the Okies were also white-collar workers from cities uh, and other towns around America uh, that all uh, traveled, uh, or at least many of them did anyhow, uh, to California. Okay. Thank you. Um, another question we had was, why did the Okies choose to move to California specifically? Well, one of the reasons why they went to California is, especially in the early years of the Great Depression, is jobs were available in California. Uh, unfortunately for many of the Okies, after they packed what belongings they can fit on their vehicle, uh, they would uh, go out to California only to find that many of the jobs were saturated already uh, and they are stuck in a foreign state uh, without the ability to uh, purchase a home, uh, rent a location, uh, and a place to settle. I find that very interesting that the that their job situation for them was wasn't that great, and that's how that this has all occurred. Uh, I would last question that we were going to ask is: Were the Okies successful in coming to California here? Some of them were, especially the early on uh, Okies were successful, uh, but for many, um, they unfortunately uh, would end up becoming squatters, uh, looking for jobs on a daily basis. Sometimes they would find jobs uh, picking certain vegetables during seasons or fruits uh, and then have to move on to another location, uh, hoping that that area is not saturated with people also looking for jobs. One of the things that many people don't realize about the Okies also is that when they were in California, they were discriminated against. Uh, there would actually be signs where Okies were not allowed in certain restaurants or movie theaters. Uh, stores, etc., cetera, uh, because they were all stereotyped as being uh, poor people uh, going from place to place, uh, not having a home, and uh, uh, bothering or settling in someone's property illegally. Uh, so they were, in many respects, unfortunately, uh, discriminated against very similar to uh, other races and ethnic groups. Okay. Thank you. We really appreciate you being in our interview. You're welcome. We're back for our next segment, looking at the context of the history of the Dust Bowl in relation to Of Mice and Men. The first point that I would like to bring up is who 
Lenny and George are compared to the majority of the people who we consider Okies during this time period. So I think Mr. Green's answer put this into context very well when we think about Okies in America as a whole. So Lenny and George are actually pretty close to the conditions that average Okies, as they were called, would be living in, constantly moving from place to place in search of work. Yes, but... The one contrast in this situation, which isn't actually a fault of Steinbeck, it's just a different way that he used this, is that Lenny and George are from another place in California, as we are told, because they worked at another ranch, and we aren't told of their other origins, so we can assume that they're from here. Whereas, as Mr. Green has told us, the majority of these workers were to have thought to have been from the Midwest, but there were also a lot who were coming from inner cities and were white-collar workers. Yeah, so the other difference that I noticed between Lenny and George and the typical Okie would be that they traveled as a pair. So many Okies were either a family or a single man looking for work. So this duo looking for work and traveling is a fairly unique thing. Uh, yes. So when we move on to one our second question, which was why did they choose to move specifically to California, I think that the reason that w they have for doing this very similarly reflects the reason that they had, uh, that the majority of the Okies had for moving to California, which was that there was, there was originally an abundance of work, but um, something that we don't actually see in the novel, but we have learned from the historical context, is that this abundance of work doesn't always mean that all these people will have work here. So we know from the historical context that a lot of people at the very beginning, which for all we know could have been George and Lenny, were able to get work, but later on that didn't necessarily happen. Yeah, so I think that in this fashion, Lenny and George are very similar to other migrants and that they're fighting desperately to keep this job and George is even almost willing to ditch Lenny to hold on to this position and maintain his life. Yes. So we are going to wrap up this episode now. Thank you for listening, and please tune in for the next one. Thank you.